Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day hump. How is everybody? Um, I just want it to be next week. I just want it to be next Wednesday. Because then it's Christmas! What are your plans for Christmas? I'm heading to the land of potatoes. Oh, that's so kind. I'm thinking of that song, the Beyonce song. It's like five, four, three, two, one. Uh, kind of. I don't. Kind of, yes, you do. No, I know <laughs> the song, but what, what do you want to do with it? I don't know. It came on my Peloton class today, and I just like wanted to dance. You have the squeaky chair. <laughs> I'll move, so I don't have to deal with that the rest of the, the episode. So we're here. It's Christmas next week. We are just, you know. Having an episode today with no guests, it's just the two of us. Yeah, it's been a long freaking week and a half. There's been so many fun holiday parties, so much holiday cheer, and I'm ready just to relax. Yeah, we deserve it. We do deserve it. Not only we, but you. You deserve it. Not you, Heather. Like, no, you, the listeners. listeners. <laughs> I'm like, what did Heather, I do? Heather, you two do I'm like, what did I do? Um, so, we're having a Christmas party on Friday. Ow, ow! Which will be a party. Please come. Oh my god. This is like an open letter to the Chicago Tribune. Yeah. Everyone's going to come to the party. Um, but uh, yeah, this week we just kind of want to just, you know, chat about what's been going on in our lives and talk about some fun topics that people wrote in about. Mm-hmm. Had some suggestions on, on things for us to discuss. And so we figured we'd hit you guys with it and see what you think. Also, we got a lot of great feedback how rogue we went last week. And so we thought we were going to go rogue again this week. Yeah. That was after 30 bottles of wine, so we'll see how we do tonight. After I'm one, sober as a jaybird. One CBD-infused water. Yeah, that you're having. How is it? People should try these. They're actually pretty good. A wave of calm. No sugar, natural flavors. Wow, we like that. Also, I do want to give a slight shout-out. If you live in Chicago and you don't have plans on Friday around 530 um, our dear friend Maddie is hosting a yoga class at Yoga 2.0, and it's a charity um, class where you can either donate online, I believe. They're going to open that up, but if you're in the mood to sweat, check it out. And if you are interested more on the class, please DM us, and I can we can like set you up. But if you're around, it's going to be a great class amazing music and it goes to an incredible cause so if you're around do some yoga get your sweat in yeah what is it you gotta detox before you retox i love that yeah so yeah dm us if you have any questions about it everyone should go um and I guess besides that, we should just jump in and get started. We really should just jump in and get started. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the deep dish. Let's get saucy. You didn't do it. <laughs> I had a moment where I kind of lost my body functions. Let's try that again. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the deep dish. Let's, Let's get, get saucy. saucy. This week. Yeah, and in the spirit of the holidays, Heather and I got some good tidbits that we were talking with friends, texting with, 
just like the importance of what the holiday brings. And I think a big thing that this time of year cultivates is it, you know, puts into perspective of all the amazing people who are in your life, what you're grateful for, what you want to work towards, especially with the new year. Yeah. 2022, baby. Yeah. And I, and Heather, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe last year around this time we talked about setting goals for 2021. Well, we talked about it and setting goals monthly instead of having a new year's resolution. Remember? Yeah, Yeah. I agree. And I, you know, getting gearing up for 2022 I'm more looking at this next year as like a new mindset okay yeah are you gonna elaborate (laughs) so um, because I think having a mindset a healthy and positive mindset is so crucial especially when it comes to dating yeah and I think one controversial topic that a lot of people don't talk about in their groups of friends um, is really this argument of should you, before you put yourself out there to date, like do you truly love yourself inside and out before you can put yourself out there to love someone else? Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't say argument. I could be wrong. I don't know if it's necessarily an argument. I think you need to be emotionally available, right? Like you need to be emotionally ready to enter into a relationship. Otherwise you're wasting everyone else's time and your own. I agree. I agree. And I think it's a hot topic that people know, but they don't want to address because you know, I've known, we have friends, we have family who've gone into relationships where they, they know they're not in a good stabilized place or vice versa, they know that their partner is not in a healthy mindset to date. And I, I truly believe that you yourself need to be confident in who you are, what you are, and like what you want and what you want to get out of the relationship before you dive into. Yeah, and I, I think I, I agree. I think a lot of people don't know what that looks like, right? And so a lot of people search for their own validation in other people. And so to some people, it's like, hey, I want to be happy and maybe this person's going to make me happy instead of being happy on your own. 100%. I think, I I don't say, I mean, from my perspective, right? Like, yes, I'm a confident person. I'm happy with myself. Am I like as emotionally in tip-top shape as I want to be forever? No, you have to continue to work on yourself and, and always be moving forward in that regard. However... When you, for me, dating, it's like, okay, I can find different things in different people and be like, okay, I like this and I like this and I don't like this. And so I'm learning about myself, what I do and don't like. I think the dating portion, at least for me, is very different than like entering into a relationship, Mm -hmm. right? Like I've done it. I don't, I'm I'm not interested in a long-term relationship right now, Mm -hmm. but the dating part of it is fun because you learn what you do and don't like. Agreed. And I think for me, like... You know, and I'm, I'm pretty vocal about this, is a few years ago, I gave myself the gift of going to therapy on, like, a weekly basis, and I love it. And it's, you know, for me, it's a great time for an hour for myself to just, like, really self-reflect. And, like, a lot of the things that, like, I'm talking with my therapist is, like, about dating. And, like, mm-hmm. one thing that I always say is I'm, like, I don't think I'm ready today because, like, I don't, you know, 
there's this, 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 and this I need to work on. And my therapist will be like, well, like, what does that look like? And I think you hear this saying is like, you have to love yourself before you love others, which I think in there is truth to that. But on the other side, it's like, okay, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. And I think you yourself are the only person to know totally. that. And I think, you know, mental health, especially right around this time too, people are stressed. There's things that come, that are brought up, um, especially with the holidays and raw emotions come. And, you know, I think another, like, avenue to go down is, like, when you start sharing that journey and mm-hmm. that where you stand and how you feel with, like, your partner. Like, yeah. Um, I think it's important to have those conversations because if you don't, things could come up. And I was talking to um, a friend of mine, a, a somewhat new friend, and so she was chatting. She's kind of somewhat of a comedian, and so she has all these funny little bits that, that she talks about. But she one day was saying, okay, like, at some point, somewhere, guys just started learning about what these, like, key buzzwords were mm-hmm. right so guys are like i'm emotionally available or i'm <laughs> i go to therapy and her whole point her whole like stand-up routine about it was like where did you learn these things because like are you actually doing this or do you just know this is the right thing to say for me to be like wow i want to give myself to you yeah. right like Agreed. You, you there's a difference between knowing what to say and actually living it and practice what you preach and i think a lot of times right the person i would love to see the percentage of people our age now that are going to therapy versus 10 years ago, even five years ago, right? It's it's so different and like, it's so admirable. And when, you know, people know themselves emotionally, it's, it's huge, but you need to like carry that through. You can't just like go to therapy and be like, Hey everyone, I go to therapy and like not continue to work on and iterate on and become a better person. Yeah. And to that point, Heather, it's like that, like trying to seek validation in other people, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I do. I no, done that no, one hundred percent. And I think when you hear people say they're like, "I'm emotionally unavailable right now," I'm like, "What does that mean for you?" Well, and the, and the thing is, some people <laughs> say it as like a joke. I'm like, "No, you're actually not. Like, you just need to work on it." But but you can't be emotionally unavailable. I mean, unless you want to be forever, and like that's fine. But if you well, are, what does that mean? I'm to- curious. Like, what does emotionally unavailable mean? To me, emotionally I think it's unavailable means scared that- way of saying. It's a more proper way to say I'm busy. No, I don't think so because I think well, okay, I think what it's supposed to mean is what we're talking about. You need to work on yourself. You need to love yourself. You yeah. need to understand yourself, and so you're emotionally unavailable because you're working on yourself. Mm-hmm. To me, emotionally unavailability means outward. Okay, because for me, I wouldn't say I'm emotionally unavailable. Because if something came into, if a situation came into my life, and I, I if someone came to my li- into my life right now, and I was like, oh shit, like, but you'd be open to it. Is my point? I would be open to right. it. Right, but I would. But right now, speaking, I'm not in that situation. I'm like, yeah, I'm just for me personally, like, I'm not in a spot to date right now. But I'm not emotionally unavailable. Right, because you're not closed <laughs> off. Like emotionally unavailable to me is like doors closed. Bars closed, like, don't enter, right? Or there's, hey, I'm in this, and, like, maybe I'm not on all the apps, which is fine, yeah. but you're open to, if a guy walked up to you in a bar and was like, here's my number, I'd love to take you on a date, pending what the conversation was like, you, yeah. you maybe would say yes. 
Yeah. Also, I would like to give Heather and I a huge shout out. We've been doing a great job of setting friends up recently. <laughs> None of it's successful. <laughs> yet. Yeah. Yeah. We're hoping, praying, crossing fingers. But if anyone wants to set up Heather and I with someone, thanks. Hey, I have a date tomorrow. <laughs> you do. <laughs> but I'm just saying. Okay. I don't know. The whole emotional unavailability thing. I think is, it's a buzzword. But again, it goes back to it's like, what does it mean to love yourself? Yeah. Everyone think about that for a second. What does it mean? Thank, Thank you, you for coming. <laughs> We're going to start doing those moments of silence more. Thank you. Everyone needs a little no, bit of reflection. But I think it's a great, and men, if you're listening to this, you're like, okay, this is a little bullshit. I don't need a journal. But like, it is so, there's something so empowering about putting pen to paper and writing something out. Like, take a few seconds, or whether it's like going for a walk, listening to music, and just like thinking about that, it's really helpful. Yeah. To digest. I wish I was better about journaling. I'm not good at it. I'm really good when I'm, like, in the groove, but then there's, like, months at a time that I just, like, go dead silent. And I always, like, date when I write in my journal and, like, flip, and I'm like, oh, wow, it's been a month and a half. (laughs) Sweet, what happened that month? But maybe that's a new intention I'm going to set for the new year. And it doesn't need to be this long, elaborate message. It can be, like, two sentences. Like, today sucked because I missed the bus. Yeah. There, I used to have this, which I still have it. I should probably start it back up again. Um, it was like the two sentences every day or something. Mm-hmm. One line every day. And you basically like wrote, like I looked back on mine the other day and it was like, moved to Chicago, so excited. And it was like that day, right? Yeah. So it was one sentence every day. It was so easy, so quick. And I did it every single night until I stopped. And yeah, it's hard. It takes 30 days to build a habit. So yeah. one year you fall out of that. I was done. doing it for three years and then I yeah. stopped it. Okay, restart it. I'm going to. New Year, New Year. Yep. But, you know, knowing that it is the holidays and the holiday season's all about giving. Yeah. I think to put a pin in what we just talked about, I think, you know, what are ways that you can give or support your partner if they're going through a mental health, mental breakdown? Not breakdown, but like roadblock or... You know, they're struggling with this emotional unavailable well, if you're mindset getting, so, or they're struggling with, you know, not they're not showing up for you because they can't show up for themselves. I think there's a difference between emotional awareness and emotional availability. I think emotional availability to me is like closed down, right? Mm-hmm. Offices closed, not interested for business. Don't talk about emotional, get deep, get raw, whatever. Yeah. Emotional awareness is like, hey, I'm really struggling. Or as a partner, you can tell, hey, you're really struggling. Let's talk about it. Goes back to right when we talked with Brett and Eddie about communication and all of that. Like, you need to know and be aware of when you're emotionally not up to par and when your partner isn't and know how to communicate and understand that and be in that person's life. However, you can't be that person's only um, punching bag outlet punching bag or just like therapist Mm -hmm. or it gets exhausting but this also goes with friendships too yeah it does just wanted to say that yeah no and i mean right no relationship is perfect if we've learned anything recently right there's you know it, it just you need to constantly communicate 
what you want, what you don't want, what emotionally you need. Mm-hmm. And everyone should be able to be, I said this to my last boyfriend, right? When we broke up, it was like, hey, we need to, number one, be better people apart before we're ever together, if that would ever happen again. And we need to both be emotionally stable, and we weren't. No. And the relationship made it worse, but you need to be able to function emotionally on your own. Yeah. Agreed. But no, I think it's just something important to bring about because mental health is something very important, and... Mm -hmm. It's not just women. Men, too, need to also be aware of it. And Well, I think women have it. I mean, I'm, again, stereotyping majorly. But, like, we have it so easy because... Oh, there's the dryer. <laughs> we have it so easy because... Not easy. You still have to work for it. But, like, it's second nature to us to, like, call up a friend when we're upset. Mm-hmm. Or have a conversation after a long day, right? Like, it's it's easier. Granted, I'm not great at it, right? Yeah. But, like, it's it's easier and it's expected a little bit more than like a guy coming calling up his friend sobbing and being like I had the worst day at work today like that doesn't really happen no but you know what that is so hot to me if a guy can call up his friend and be like dude I had the worst day yeah so if you're emotionally available hit me up no (laughs) that's and if you wear vans Uh, back to the vans Amanda loves vans (laughs) But it's a very specific type of vans. Like, we were at Bub City last Wednesday. Yeah. And PSA, Bub City has karaoke on Wednesdays with a live band, and it's phenomenal. It is phenomenal. Um, but the one of the lead guys had vans, and it wasn't her type. No. Yeah. He was older. No, he was wearing Nikes. No, 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 no. There was a guy in vans. Oh. They were checkered. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, not your type. We'll post about it. I'll show Speaking you of vans. older men. Yeah. Do you have something to tell us? I just think it's interesting that the conversation around dating older versus dating younger. Yes. Oh, 100%. I mean... And, like, emotional unavailability, right? Like, a lot of younger men are not emotionally... I'm sorry. Not... not Here's what's so hard is, like, okay, we have male friends and female friends who are older and younger, it is statistically proven yeah. that female brains are a lot more developed than men's brains. Mm-hmm. So, putting it out there. Again, uh, don't want to gen... Earlier on, like in our age group, right, mm-hmm. it is more likely that the female brain is more developed than the male. Yeah. It gets to a point where then we're running on equal playing field, but exactly. it, t- it takes a little bit. And there, we have so many girlfriends and like friends of whatever, friends of friends, they're like, I gotta date older. It's like... I've dated older, and, like, it still wasn't great. Doesn't fix the problem. No, but, like, again, I don't even know how to go about this conversation because I feel like it's such a crapshoot. It is a crapshoot, and and people have their own journeys emotionally and and all of that. However, to me, older is someone that's, like, not been around the block. That makes it sound like a 50-year-old man. Not that, he but has like to have gray hair. someone that's like had, yeah, gray hair. I got my first gray the other day. It was really oh, sad. Jesus, um, that's when you know. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I think I have anything to say here. I think that I'm someone that like would most of the time probably prefer to date older than younger. Yeah, but I know plenty of younger men who are more mature than people our age or a little bit older. Correct. 
So. Eddie, we're talking about you. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So let's shift gears a little bit here um, and talk about gifts for the holidays. Yeah. So, because this is tough. This is tough. I feel like there's so many different ways that you can take a gift giving. Yeah. Do we call in some friends and ask for their what they think is a good gift to give a significant other? Sure. Okay. What's up? Hey, Jake. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, we're important. We're we have a question for you. What the fuck is Amanda laughing so hard? <laughs> I'm not. Wait, so I have a question for you. What? What does a guy want for Christmas? Like to get. <laughs> Girls, what is the best gift that a guy can give you for Christmas? An orgasm. That's so fucking funny. The best gift. Um. <laughs> I love experiences. Like, my favorite types of gifts are, like, ooh, like a weekend stay somewhere. I was going to say, like, a trip to Mexico. Like, yeah. <laughs> I and love like, that for you. Like, if we could both sell our kidneys on the same trip and get some money for it, like, why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. Hello, Amanda. <laughs> Hi, Noah. What's up? So Heather and I have a question. Well, we're, first of all, we have to tell you, we're <laughs> legally obligated to tell you we're recording the podcast right now. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> and so we're just calling a few of our favorite friends to ask them what the ideal Christmas gift would be from your significant other. The ideal Christmas gift. Or first Hanukkah all, gift. Or Hanukkah gift. Hanukkah or gift. Hanukkah, same thing. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I don't expect much out of my gifts, so, like, a sweater or anything is perfectly fine. I don't know. Okay, that's very sweet. <laughs> Lily! <laughs> okay, so you're going to be on the, what do you call it, the slices, right? The slice of life. The slice of life. Shut the flying front door, really? <laughs> yeah, we're recording you right now. <laughs> I'm so sorry in advance to your listeners. <laughs> okay, so we have a question for you. All right. What's the best gift that Cole could give you for Christmas or Hanukkah? <laughs> <laughs> a toe job. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> um, honestly, selfishly, Ariana Grande tickets, but that's just you know a personal personality trait um i don't know no, that's a good answer that's a good answer what would you yeah. what's the best gift you've given cole the best gift i've ever given him for christmas he's right here you want me to ask him yeah. yes speak i'm speechless all of her gifts are great <laughs> all right come cole, give her something good you're Aww. so cute what's the best what's gift that you, you can listen give to, why are you listening to him <laughs> Come on, tell him. Oh, I got one. We went to we went to Paris uh, Christmas 2019. That was our Christmas gift to each other. Like, first Christmas that we were married. I love that. Whoa. Okay, Amanda. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, good evening. Good evening. Hello, sunshine. What's up? I think we have to legally tell you that we're recording our podcast right now, so anything you say will be used against you. Oh, fuck. <laughs> like, like currently at this very moment? Yep, like, yeah. God, talk to me. What's up? Yeah, so um, we we're, we're just calling a few of, you know, our, our favorite friends to get some the skinny on Christmas gifts, Hanukkah gifts, all the things. What's the best gift you could be given for the holiday season? I like doing, like, experiences or things, honestly. Like travel, concert, cooking classes? What are Obviously things? sporting events. Oh, yeah. No, not sporting events. You know, just, like, I don't know, a, f- a fun thing at night, a fun thing during the day. I don't know. I prefer to do stuff than just be, like, handed something. Hi, ma'am. Tina! It's Heather. Hi, Tina. It's Heather and I. Hi, what's up? Okay, we're recording the podcast and you're on it. <laughs> oh my god, okay. <laughs> okay, what's the best gift that that you've been given? But that you've been what, given. What would you want to get for Christmas? Yeah, what do you want for Christmas from your partner? A tennis bracelet. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> okay, Tina, we see you. <laughs> and the best gift that I've given was a workbench just because he needed it and he's a it was expensive and that's his thing. A workbench. That's hot. Sexy. Hey, Steve Nash. What's going on, Heather? How we doing? <laughs> We're doing pretty good right now. I just stepped out of dinner, actually. Stepped out of dinner? This is, like, a pretty big deal. That's a huge deal, but, I mean, you got to do what you got to do to get on the deep dish, right? <laughs> 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 do what you got to do. So we're exactly. just, you know, the ho- upcoming exactly. holiday season. We're just talking all about like gifts and all that good stuff. So okay. what would like? What's the best gift you could get for Christmas? I think guy to a girl. I'm gonna go keep it simple. We're gonna go anything Lululemon. Because <laughs> I just got a Lululemon gift today, and I absolutely loved it. From who? Um, just a friend. Just a friend. All right, Aww, Steve Nash. I see Steve you. Nash. <laughs> or Hanukkah. Yeah, no, we're all inclusive here. Yeah. I gave um, a barber jacket and AirPods one year. Whoa! I felt like that was pretty good. Yeah. What? Where's Heather and I's gift? But the, uh, well, I mean, I didn't know you guys wanted one. But I, honestly, though, the, the best part is always I, I write really nice, really long handwritten cards. That's that's my specialty. Steve Nash! Oh, my I God! People, but I more than they like to give, so... I love that too. Handwritten cards and maybe some nice Opa paddle tennis. Paddles. That's what I was gonna say. It was a shameless plug. A shameless plug. Yeah, you can get them on Amazon. Well, that was entertaining. So entertaining. A lot of like funny, wholesome answers. Even though we cut some of it out, we did tell everyone they were on the podcast, so they're all aware. But yeah, so thank you everyone for your participation. That was a that was a hoot. That was some great entertainment. Um, anyway, that hopefully that gave you some thought starters for what to get your loved ones. We just wanted to spice up everyone's day was a little, you know, serious topic, a funny topic, all in between. From now on, everyone, you never know when you're going to be on the deep dish, so. Yeah. And guess what? There were some people that were called and they didn't answer, so. What a shame. That stinks. Um, anyway, any closing thoughts before we head out? Uh, no. Have a great rest of your week. Be safe, uh, enjoy the time with your friends and family, and 
Party like a rock star. See ya. Bye. Bye. <laughs>